What is up, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Fully Alive podcast. My name is Stephanie Elsperman, and you are tuning in to the place where you get to learn all about creating a life that makes you feel fully alive from the inside out, whether that is through understanding and activating your purpose on a deeper level, diving into spirituality and mindset topics, or looking at career and entrepreneurship and creating a business that brings your purpose into the world. We cover it all and we're back with another episode. So if you've been here before, welcome back. I love you. Thank you for being in this community and making it the space that it is. And if you are new around here, I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome back. Make yourself at home. Get comfy. Grab your drink, whatever it might be. I've got my water over here. Typically, I'm drinking a cacao when I record these. And I'm excited to have a little chat with you today. And this is an episode that honestly, I think I had the most fun recording this episode out of any of my past episodes. Don't tell them because (laughs) I shared a lot of key stories in the exploration of this topic. Um, And one, just to give you a little spoiler alert, I actually share a story around Nolan and I's breakup and how we got back together. And this is not something that I've talked about publicly yet, but the example was very fitting for this entire episode where we really dive into this fear that I've noticed within high achievers. And it's not the fear of failure. It's not the fear of what other people will think. It's the fear of transformation. And now I want to bring this in this space to have a deeper conversation And really to bring awareness to what might be happening beneath the surface. This is not a conversation about pointing out another block that you need to fix in order to get where you want to go and that it's this like constant struggle. Like that's not it. I think we have enough of that in the personal development world to last an entire lifetime. This is really just diving into a deeper conversation to give you a level of awareness and say, huh, what's actually happening beneath the surface? What might actually be keeping me from playing full out within my life, from putting both feet in, from taking action at the next level? And one thing I've noticed is that in the personal development world, we're really quick to talk about the fear of failure. And it's very normalized. You can go on TikTok and see a gazillion different TikToks about the fear of failure and overcoming it and what have you. And what I have found is like, A, I'm tired of that conversation because I think that it's almost become numb at some point. We're just throwing around the fear of failure without actually knowing what it means. And B, I actually think it's a different fear and a different mindset that happens for most high achievers. And so we go into an entire conversation without giving away too much. (laughs) We go into an entire conversation around what I actually believe is the deeper um, mindset. I won't say block, but the mindset that might be getting in the way of you taking it to the next level within your life, within your career, within your business, whatever it might be, but really going after what it is that you want within your life. I share quite a few examples about how I came to this realization within my own life, including that story. And I also share with you three different ways to be able to move through this potential fear of transformation, to be able to transcend it, to make it work in your favor so that it's no longer something that is in the way of you and your dreams and your goals so that you can put both feet in. You can go after what it is that you want and really accelerate your life to the next level, not because you're in a rush, but because you are here to get shit done and still have fun. So without further ado, let's dive into the podcast episode for today. And as always, if you are enjoying this podcast episode, you know it means so much to my heart. When you review and rate this podcast, it helps the message get out to more people to grow this community and change more lives. So without further ado, let's head into the podcast. 
Okay, so let's dive into this. Is the fear of failure actually the biggest block for high achievers or is it something else? Now, I've noticed that one of the most common belief systems in personal development and personal growth and the most widely adopted is that the fear of failure is one of the biggest fears that's standing in between you and your vision and taking the massive action that you actually desire within your life. And I've seen this so many times in talking with clients and asking the question, what do you think is the biggest thing that's actually standing in the way of you and this vision? The most common answer that I ever get is the fear of failure oh, I'm just afraid to fail. And to be completely honest, the amount of times that I've heard it, I'm like, huh, is this actually true? And I do think that it's partially true because I do believe that the fear of failure is very common for most all humans because we're afraid of the unknown. We're afraid of discomfort. However, when I look at high achievers, I honestly beg to differ that the fear of failure is the biggest fear. And now this is not a conversation around like, I. it's not that I don't believe in the fear of failure and have not experienced it. I definitely have experienced it myself and I do believe that it's a thing. However, I also think that there's a deeper conversation that needs to happen beyond just adopting this whole fear of failure as the biggest block. I almost see it like it's this scapegoat that we've adopted as a society, especially in the personal growth realms where it's easier to say, oh, I'm just afraid to fail than to actually look deeply within and say, what's actually up for me? What's actually going on? What am I actually afraid of? Or what am I protecting within myself that's keeping me from putting both feet in on this thing that I want? And the deeper that we look and the more that we actually explore this conversation, the clearer that we get. And once you have awareness, you have choice. And I remember in the beginning of my path when I was thinking about starting a business and really had dove into the personal growth realm, both feet in, I dove into my spiritual practice and I started hearing about the fear of failure. I started hearing all of this talk around mindset and how um, fear comes in and there's a fear of failure with entrepreneurs and all of this stuff. And that's why most people never start. And when I started hearing about this, it's not that I couldn't resonate with it, but it didn't quite fit. Because every single time that I had a vision, I was both feet in on it. I was like, there is no plan B. This is exactly what's happening. And if you're a high achiever, you likely have had the experience within your life of things coming more or less naturally to you, of knowing that when you set your sights on something, you're going to accomplish it, that you are capable of doing anything. And so when I heard feel failure, I was like, I don't really resonate with failure. Because on top of that, it was like every single time that I encountered a challenge within my life, it was not like, oh my gosh, this is a failure. I was straight into problem solving. I was straight into the solution. And so I say this because I just think that there's something deeper that's actually happening for most people. That it's less so about the fear of failure and more so about the fear of transformation of what happens when I actually do this. What happens when you put both feet in on your dreams? What do you have to release? Who do you become? What do you have to shift within yourself and your own identity in order to be able to get there? That to me is the more interesting conversation in this sphere. Because every single time that you create a vision for yourself or you have this inkling of the next thing that you desire to create in the world, whether that's a business, a shift in your career, whether it's putting both feet in on that project that you've always wanted to start, or honestly just becoming more self-expressed in your life and becoming more of you, every single time you have a vision, you also probably have this little inkling, this little knowing of everything that is not a match for that 
of all of the habits, the relationships you might be holding on to, the ways of living within your own life that might possibly have to shift in order for you to get there. And most human beings are not willing to actually release in order to rise. And there is an inherent unknown that happens when you dedicate yourself to a vision much greater than yourself. You are on the leading edge of your life, which means that you have absolutely no idea what happens next. You have absolutely no idea who you are on the other side of this transformation and this thing that you want to create. And so for high achievers, when you know that you're capable of creating the transformation, you see your vision and you're like, yes, that is happening. That is me. I am doing it. On the flip side, it's like, oh, shoot, but what do I need to release in order to do that? Or who do I have to become in order to do that? Or what's going to shift in my life in order to do it? And that's where you shut it down. And so what if the fear of transformation was actually the more relevant factor? And that's what we're going to talk about today. And I actually had this realization in my own life most recently in my relationship. And I'm about to tell you all a very juicy story. (laughs) Actually, something that I really have not talked publicly about And it is a piece of the story of Nolan and I's separation and then coming back together. So to give you all context, if you have not been following along, Nolan, my boyfriend right now, and I, we have known each other collectively for about four and a half, five years. Time is a warp. I have no idea. (laughs) Four and a half, five years. And we actually broke up for a year in our relationship. And this was around the time that I was moving to Denver and he was moving to Northern California to chase our own dreams. Now, one thing I have always known about the both of us and what has created such a magnetic attraction and bond between both of us is that we are incredibly driven on our own growth. That for me, my greatest responsibility in this entire lifetime is my own evolution because not only does it serve me, but it serves the rest of the world that as I evolve, I change generations, past, present, future, all of everything that's to come and I show up better for everybody else around me. And also I can't not, you know, when you're awake and you actually understand what it is that you want, you can't not follow it. There's that drive within yourself to share your love with the world. And I have that. And Nolan also has that within his own life and his own vision for himself. And so we've always known this and we have always dedicated ourselves to the path of growth. And now this was all fine and dandy until we reached a point where our hearts were calling us to grow in different ways where I had a vision for myself and he had a vision for himself. And at that time, our visions were differing and we both were not willing to self-abandon our own visions in order to serve some sort of level of comfort of having this relationship. And so at that point, we decided to separate and I moved myself to Denver. He also moved me to Denver. He's an absolute gem. And he moved himself to Northern California to chase his vision there and for me to be in my vision and my evolution in Denver, where my heart was really calling to me. And so nonetheless, releasing that relationship and going through the heartbreak that we both experienced was one of the hardest and most liberating experiences and created such pain. Like, you know this, if you've been through heartbreak, it hurts your heart. There is grief, there is processing. On the flip side, I felt more free than I had ever felt before. And it allowed us to grow and expand in ways that we could not do together. And as I was going through this experience, You know, I think it's one thing to release a relationship when there's something inherently 
different between you two. There's something that has gone awry that's not right, that's not fitting, when there's a lack of love, when there's a toxic behavior, whatever it might be, when you can point to something and say, this is why it's not working. But I think it's another thing when you release a relationship, not because anything is quote unquote wrong, but because you are both being called to grow in different ways. And to me, it almost felt harder because it it was a deliberate breaking of the heart in order to release and grow. And so that was hard, but we are both willing to put our own transformation and evolution first before the comfort of keeping this partnership that felt really good, that felt really loving, that felt really, really safe. We were both willing to transform more than we were willing to stay safe and comfortable. And that took a lot of trust in the unknown. It was absolutely painful, yet again, so liberating on the other side. And so through a series of random miraculous events that I will at some point share with you, I promise, maybe we'll do a podcast episode together, but through a series of events, we came back together. And as we were exploring, and I will also say it came out of left field. Like I had absolutely no idea we were going to get back together. I did not see it coming. I did not think it was going to happen. It was a complete act of surrender how it all happened. So Anyways, (laughs) when we came back together and we were in this process of, are we actually doing this? Like we just completely released the relationship. We just forged our own paths. Are we actually going to get back together? And are we both in on this? I was absolutely fucking terrified. Pardon my French. I was absolutely terrified because I had that imprint in my heart of, holy shit. Like we are two people that are so committed to our own growth and evolution. And last time we were this committed to our own growth and evolution, this relationship left. This relationship was something that could not be taken to the next level. And therefore we experienced heartbreak. And I remember making this, I'll call it a semi-conscious decision partially conscious, partially unconscious. Maybe I just blocked it out of my memory. But I remember making this decision and saying to the universe, saying to God, saying to life, please, can this just stay the same? Like if we decide to do this and put both feet in, can it just stay the same for a little bit? Please do not let this leave again. Do not take this from me. Please let this all stay the same. And in that moment, I made the conscious decision to shut down from my own inner voice and my own inner knowing, the one that nudges you towards growth and transformation. I was like, no more of that. Last time we did that, it led us apart and it led us into heartbreak. No more. And even though I look back and say that heartbreak was one of the best things ever for us, there's still the imprint of my body in my body of the pain that I also felt and the pain that he felt. But my body still remembered that as we both rose in our own paths, And as we transformed and grew and chased our visions and created absolutely incredible things for ourselves, we also had to release the relationship and move through heartbreak as well. And after making that decision, I ended up moving across the country to Connecticut. (laughs) That's again, another story for another day, but I ended up moving um, to be with him in Connecticut and for us to really put both feet in on this relationship. And it was all absolutely incredible. And then I started noticing over time, once the newness of the move and being together and that love bubble started to wear off, I started to feel like my growth was happening like molasses. There were still incredible things happening. My business was still expanding. I was still creating community. I still felt momentum. Yet I was like, I feel like there is this veil that is between me 
And the actual acceleration that I know that I can create within my own life, the evolution that I felt before. And it's almost hard to put into words, but if you've been in that place, you understand where you're like, "Mm, what is not connecting here? What's going on? Like, I have incredible things, but for some reason, I feel like my growth has slowed down. And so I had that sensation of molasses for a while and I was like, okay, interesting. And then one day, I think it was sparked by maybe a conversation that I had or something that I listened to. I can't even remember what actually sparked it, but I had this realization of that decision that I made that day in my apartment in Denver as Nolan and I were talking about getting back together and reuniting in love and in partnership. That decision that I made to make everything stay the same for a little bit. And therefore the decision that I also made to cut off my voice, to cut off the voice and the connection to God, the connection to spirit, connection to the universe, whatever you wanna call it. And I stopped listening. And the minute that you stop listening to that little voice inside of you that is always gonna point you in the path of most evolution is the minute that your evolution slows down. Because I was afraid of transformation. I was afraid of the growth that I knew I had the potential for because I would say to myself, well, if I grow, then what? And there was a subconscious pattern that if I grow and I really go for my vision and I really take this thing to the next level and I really put both feet in, is this going to leave again? Am I going to have to outgrow this relationship? Am I going to have to outgrow the people that are around me or this beautiful life that I've created or this office or um, living in Connecticut or the people that I have around me or the structures in my business, all of it. Because the truth is that when you're on the leading edge of your life and you dedicate yourself to transformation, that also means that you dedicate yourself to being in the unknown. And when you're in the unknown, you don't know what's next. And you must be willing to surrender every single thing that you know that is bringing you comfort in your life and say, here, here it is. Take it all. I'm both feet in on this vision. Let's freaking go. And I'm willing to let go of anything that I need to let go in the process. I'm willing to take whatever it is that I need to take. I'm willing to learn the lessons of whatever it is that I need to learn in order for my own evolution. And that is a very powerful place to be of complete surrender of everything that you know and that is comfortable, but most humans will not do that. And so on the flip side of that realization of the conscious decision that I made, once I started to actually integrate that fear of transformation and say, holy shit, it's not that I'm afraid to fail. It's, a, it's that I'm afraid to transform beyond this thing. I'm afraid of this incredible vision that I know that I can achieve. If I achieve that, then what happens next? What is going to shift and change within my own life as I do that? And as I worked with this fear A, it it helped me do so many different things and has expanded and turbocharged my life in more ways than I could ever explain. But what I will say is that it completely redefined what love is to me. And this is something I want to expand on another podcast, but it made me realize that love is not, I want you here today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. And we're not going to grow. We're not going to evolve. We're going to stay more committed to our own comfort and our own safety of being together in this life that we've created than we are to our own growth. It's not that. And I think that's how a majority of people will live their lives and then wonder why they're bored. (laughs) But love to me is walking with heartbreak in one hand, and absolute love and commitment in the other and choosing to step forward anyways, of knowing that 
This love could be here today. And anything can happen tomorrow. It could be gone. We could evolve. There could be a choice that's made. Who absolutely knows? Nobody knows. You don't know what happens tomorrow. Yet I'm still going to choose to love today. And there's a grief in that. You know, there's, there's a sweetness. There's like a cherishing of the love when you stop taking somebody for granted and you start realizing we have absolutely no idea what the future holds and I choose you today. That is the most powerful place of love. And when I came to that own realization, I was like, oh my gosh, bring on the transformation because that definition of love in itself is worth it. To have that deeper understanding of what love actually is in this relationship is already worth it. And on the flip side, everything started to expand. <laughs> the ideas started to expand again. My own awarenesses started to expand. I now feel like I live five lifetimes in one week in the best way possible through the creative creative ideas and how much I feel like I'm evolving as a human being. My business has expanded. The caliber of people that I desire to serve and that are in this world is expanding. And it gets to be this continuous upward spiral of expansion now where I'm not trying to expand and holding this vision, but then also capping myself at the same time. And so if you've ever felt that way, where you're like, I have this huge vision, but I also feel like I'm blocking myself. What if it's not the fear of failure? What if it's that you're afraid of what you might have to release or you might have to evolve into as you transform and really go for this vision? And so I see this so often in business and in career and when you're actually living according to your purpose that many people will shut down that voice inside just like I did when I made that little semi-conscious decision of no more. Many people will shut down that voice, not because they're afraid to fail, but because they're afraid of what happens when I rise. Most humans don't want to let things go. Most humans don't want to completely re-identify themselves every single day and step into a new level of self-expression. That's not what's quote unquote normal, right? But it's worth it. It's so worth it because the truth is, is that true purpose is walking one hand with your vision and the love for that vision and then one hand with fear potentially. Because the truth is that true purpose is walking one hand with that vision and your love for the vision and the excitement of the future and what you desire to create and one hand in the unknown of, I don't know what this will bring. I have absolutely no idea who I'm going to become on the other side, but I'm willing to try because I trust myself and I trust the universe and I trust that there's something greater than me that's actually moving me. And so when you're on the edge of being okay with surrendering all that is known, that's when I say, get ready. Get ready for the most incredible ride of your life because that's where everything actually has the freedom to shift. Think about if you are gripping onto everything within your life and saying, I want to grow, but I've got to take everything that I know with me. It's going to be a really heavy climb to the top. But when you release it all and say, you know what? I'm willing to let the things that are meant to be with me as I grow rise with me. And I'm going to release the things that no longer serve my greatest growth. That is when you have this swift ascent into where you truly desire to be. And beyond where you truly desire to be, you get to evolve. And to me, the greatest feeling of being alive within my own life is when I'm constantly on the leading edge of my own evolution. When I'm having awarenesses every single day, when I feel closer to God, closer to source every day, that to me is feeling alive. And so I could look back and see this fear of transformation come in at so many different points within my life, whether it was when I was shifting from modeling into actually the corporate world. And 
I remember this moment where I knew that I needed to release modeling. I knew that it was a thing that was not helping my own mental, physical, emotional, spiritual well-being. I knew that I was ready to evolve beyond it. And I could also feel that it was very exciting on the other side. But I remember questioning, who am I without this identity as the model? Who am I when I no longer have this label and I can't use it as my sense of worth? Modeling for me was something that covered up the inherent sense, the lack of worth within myself. I knew that if I was a model, people would like me. People would want to be in relationship with me. There would be random little things that people would want to give me. And those all sound so petty now. <laughs> but at the time, it was like that was that was my sense of worth, was what I did and who I was in the world. And then I could look at when I was transitioning and transforming beyond the corporate realm, and I decided to leave everything and travel to Bali. There was a question within my mind, even though I was so excited with leaving that world behind, I knew it was not a fit for me. I was so excited to go travel and to really start blazing my own trail in empowering other people and coaching and creating. There was a huge part of me that was like, who am I when I release this entire identity that I created around the woman who's going to be the next big thing that's going to climb the ladder and is going to do all these incredible things, whether I created that in my own mind or somebody else created that for me. There was a question of who am I without this identity? I could look at when I started my business and I knew that I was going to do everything that I desired. I had this inherent knowing there is no plan B that this vision is happening and it's only a matter of time. I just need to know the steps and know the tools and then it's happening. And at the same time, there was that part of me that's like, well, what happens when I do this? And the fear of the unknown and the transformation that exists on the other side. And so when we're talking about the fear of transformation, let's actually start to break this entire concept down. Now that you've heard my entire story of how I came to this realization, <laughs> see if that resonates with you. Let's actually explore this fear of transformation. So I actually looked up the definition of transformation, what it says in the dictionary. And the definition of transformation is a thorough and dramatic change in form or appearance. And so how I relate this back is that as you go to the next level of yourself, whether it's stepping into your vision, making more money, stepping into a new caliber of relationship that you desire, starting a business, dressing in a new way, creating a new level of community, whatever it might be, you're also being asked to step into a new level of identity. And the human brain does not like to shift its identity, especially when you're a high achiever and you have based your worth or your value in the world on your identity, what you do in the world, how you speak to people, how you dress, how you present yourself, whatever it might be. And the brain does not like to shift the identity for two reasons. The first is that it takes energy. It actually takes energy to be able to overcome all of the beliefs, the values of this past identity and shift into something new. And also because when you shift the identity, there's a level of the unknown that happens where you don't know who you become on the other side when you dedicate yourself to growth. You don't know what your life is going to look like when this shifts. You can create a vision in your mind. You can go to all the what ifs, but you actually don't know who you will be. And so everything that you've associated with up until this point, some will fall away and some will rise with you when you're on the leading edge 
and in the unknown. And the human within us does not like the unknown as well, <laughs> right? So think about when you walk into a dark room and all the lights are off. What is the first thing that you likely do? The first thing that I know that I do is I either reach for the light switch and try and find it on the wall, or I turn on my handy dandy flashlight on my phone so that I can see. But in reality, when you let yourself be in that dark room, what actually tends to happen over time is that your eyes adjust and eventually it turns bright again. And so all of this to say, the human brain is not accustomed to being in the unknown. The human brain is wired for survival. And so the minute that you're in the unknown, the brain is trained to jump to either the worst case scenario or take the past experience of what happened in the past and copy and paste it into this future scenario of your vision or where you're headed and say, oh, that's what's going to happen again. <laughs> or this crazy thing that you don't want to happen, that is what's going to happen. And you start playing the what if game. Instead of letting yourself be suspended in the unknown and say, I'm going to take this step with both feet in and I have absolutely no idea what happens on the other side and it could be the most incredible thing or it could be something that teaches me the most incredible lesson that then will be the most incredible thing. Instead of being in that place, your brain goes to the what if game and says, well, what if this happens? And what if this happens again? And what if you have to release this? And what if this is not the thing that's going to rise? Or what if this person starts thinking about you differently? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And we stay in that realm and use that as the reason why we can't do it. Instead of staying in the unknown where there are infinite possibilities, where it could be yes, it could be no. It could happen exactly according to your plan. It could be something that you could have never, ever, 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 ever planned out or imagined. It could be better than your plan. You actually don't know. And so why is it that we immediately go to the what if game? It's because that's easier. It's way easier to stay thinking and acting in accordance with how your brain is wired to think and act than it is to shift and create something new. But when you look at your life, easy does not mean fulfilling. Easy does not mean alive, feeling alive from the inside out. Easy does not create purpose. Doing the things that are easy for your brain might create contentment, might also create boredom. And for those of you who know that you're here for something so much bigger than yourself, bigger than yourself, it is most definitely not the thing that's going to make you feel alive. And so I always like to ask myself, what's actually scarier? Is it scarier to step into the unknown and surrender everything that is comfortable within my own life in pursuit of something so much greater than myself, in pursuit of living an absolutely magnificent life, or looking back and realizing that you never went for that thing that you knew was in your heart and soul to create, that you never actually lived your life with true purpose, that you just went through the motions, that you never actually put both feet in on your business, that you never actually took it to the next level that you actually desired, and that you just lived mediocre. That to me, that's way more scary. Like honestly, my biggest fear that propelled me ever into this path was looking back on my life when I was 45 and being like, oh my God, whatever happened to my dreams, whatever happened to my goals, that was my biggest fear and that's what propelled me forward. And so you have to be willing to ask yourself, what is scarier? And your aliveness, like true aliveness, when I say fully alive and creating a life that makes you feel fully alive from the inside out, that comes from your own transformation and evolution. If you've ever been in Purpose Mastery, one of the biggest things that I teach is that your purpose on this earth as a human being comes down to three main things, and that's to love, 
to serve and to grow. That when we're not in creation, when we're not evolving, and sometimes evolution takes death as well, when we're not evolving, we're not alive. Even a tree, when it goes into fall and it loses all its leaves, that's still part of evolution because it's creating space for the leaves in the spring. It's creating the necessary death that needs to happen in order to evolve forward into the next version in the spring. All right, so think about the last time that you did something for the first time. Maybe it was that you went to a new workout class. I remember the first time I went to a pole class. Oh my gosh, the exhilaration. Maybe it was that you had your first master class or you put it out there that you were starting a business online or maybe it was that you met up with somebody new for the first time, whatever it is. And remember how you felt afterwards. That feeling of absolute aliveness where you're like, I did it. I did the thing. That, that feeling, that's being fully alive. Where even though you might be so relieved that it's over, where you're like, oh oh my God, I did that. You can also say that no longer has power over me. I am one notch stronger. I'm one notch more invincible. I'm one notch more equipped to be able to do more incredible things in my life. Let's freaking go. And you know the high that comes after that? It's like, oh my gosh, it's the best high there ever is. And so transformation and doing things in a new way, of course, breeds incredible results. It breeds freedom on the other side. It breeds bliss. It breeds strength. It gives you the most incredible gifts in life. So it's really not transformation, but we're afraid of the release that needs to happen in that process. The release of relationships, of old ways of identifying, of the perks of comfort or the perceived safety and stability that you feel. Because really what's safe? Safe is listening to yourself because you've always got you. And so my invitation to you is to make your own evolution the greatest responsibility within your own life. And when you make that the forefront of your mind and make that your why beyond any monetary goal, beyond any milestone that you could hit, when you make evolution your goal and you actually have a why behind it, that is what makes you absolutely unstoppable. Because not only do you desire to transform, but you're willing to take anything that has to happen along the way in order to lead to the freedom of transformation and to actually get yourself to that next level. And to take it a layer deeper, you could even get clear on why do you want to evolve? Like what, what is the purpose behind your evolution? I remember when I got so clear on as I evolve, I serve something so much greater than me. I serve the younger version of myself. I serve future generations to come. And also, I live in accordance with my connection to source. When I got so clear on that, I could take anything. Because that, to me, is the most important thing within my own life. And so you've got to get clear on what is your why for transformation and evolution. I always say, your intuition is going to ask you to do bash of crazy things. <laughs> like the wildest things. It's going to ask you to leap before you're ready. It's going to ask you to go for it and put both feet in when you still feel uncomfortable and you still feel scared. That's incredible. So you've got to have a why for that process of evolution, okay? And so if you've been listening to this entire thing and you've been resonating, you're like, yes, 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 I totally get this. I think you're speaking directly to me. Then I'm going to give you three ways to actually be able to make this fear of transformation work in your favor. Because I really don't believe in eradicating fear. I think fear is meant to be the contrast for us. It's meant to teach us something. So it's not about eradicating it, but how do we actually use this and make it your bitch? (laughs) 
I wrote that in my notes. I don't know if we should keep it in there. How do we use this and make it work in your favor? And there's so much more to this, but these are three ways to be able to start doing this within your own life. So the first is to base your identity on your evolution rather than who you are or what you do or how you present yourself in the world. So what I mean by this is most people will identify themselves and say, I am the corporate executive, or I am the one who always has her stuff together, or I am just the life of the party. I'm the one that everybody can count on, or... I am the partner, the fiance, the teacher, the entrepreneur, the life coach, the business coach, the wellness professional, whatever it might be that you identify yourself as. And that's all beautiful and incredible. And I think in the human 3D realm, yes, we do sometimes need labels to be able to categorize ourselves and make things less overwhelming. I don't think labels are necessarily a bad thing. However, when it comes to your own understanding of yourself, what if you were to base your own identity on your evolution and your growth than on what it is that you do? And get so obsessed with your constant evolution, so obsessed with everything that you're learning about yourself every single day, every single piece of your vision that you start to unlock, every single scary and exciting action step that you take, become more obsessed with that than staying comfortable and in this neat little box of how you identify as yourself. And this neat little box of I am this person who does this in the world, this is my job, this is my profession, this is who I am, this is what I've always been, this is what I do, there is no changing. Because when we grip so tightly to that identity, that's what creates this tension as you transform. But when you start to become comfortable with being in what I call the messy middle, the place where it's a little bit malleable, where you don't quite know who you are, you know you're constantly in evolution, you know that you do these certain things, you know that you have these certain roles within your life, but you're constantly learning about yourself every single day and you know, I am in the process of evolving. And you say, I'm in the process of doing this. I'm in the process of building a business. I'm in the process of doing something. You start to identify with your own evolution. And that is a very powerful place to be because you get to learn yourself. You get to understand yourself better every single day, that you're not confined to this one way of being in this world. And then every single time you transform, it becomes this big like, oh my God, I've got to let go of this whole identity and who I've been. And then you have these identity crises every single two months. It's like, okay, let's cut all of that by just identifying as the person who's always evolving. That is beautiful, okay? Second step is to be able to release as much as you grow. This is easier said than done. And I've been using the mantra, release to rise, release to rise, release to rise every single day. Because think about it like this. When you are, let's say, at the start of the summer season and your entire closet is already packed full, like it is, you are just shoving hangers in there. The hangers are getting all crisscrossed. You can barely pull things out. You actually don't know what's in your closet anymore because you're like, oh my God, I just go for the three things that I can actually pull out because it's overly packed. Do you actually have space for those new items that maybe you want to purchase that really fit how you feel for this summer or this next season? You've got to clear out space in your closet to make space for the new items that make you feel really incredible and feel in alignment with yourself that really, um, that really reflect how you desire to show up in the world, right? So just as much as you have to clean out your closet every single season, what we also have to do is be willing to create space within your life for the new things to drop in. 
And for most high achievers, what you want to do is be able to grip everything in your life and say, this is the relationship that's coming. This is the people that's coming. This is the business structure that's coming. All of this is comfortable and safe. As I rise, let's keep it all going, <laughs> right? And you want to take everything on your back as you rise because you might believe in the potential of this thing to rise with you. You might care about people so much, whatever it might be in your own mind, right? But your growth actually requires release. Your growth requires release. Your growth requires you willing to make space for what's to come. What are the relationships that need to shift? What are the boundaries that you maybe need to set down that fit where you're headed? What are the new action steps that you desire to create? How do you want to express yourself in the world and talk and dress and show up? What new actions do you desire to create? And are you willing to sit with the fallout on the other side. I share this story where I remember growing up when my mom first started walking on her own path of growth and evolution. And she started dedicating time to herself every single day to read. She started going to trainings every single weekend to understand different healing modalities. She started to work with clients and actually leave the house to go work. I grew up with a stay-at-home mom. And she started on her own path. And I remember being a teenager and throwing an absolute hissy fit because I was like, what do you mean? You're not going to be here for my every need. What do you mean? You're taking time for yourself. What do you mean? You can't help me right now. What do you mean? And I remember being deep down excited for her, but my ego was having this huge hissy fit with the boundaries that she was now creating, with the way that she was showing up in the world and how much she was learning about herself because it triggered within me my own insecurities and how I felt like I wasn't doing enough or how I actually desired to be spending time learning and studying or whatever it might be. And I remember that it created almost this rebellion within myself, yet I respected her more than ever. That was the time where my entire perspective on my mom and the role that she played within my life absolutely shifted. And now we have the most incredible relationship and she's one of the greatest guides and supports in my life. But I share this because sometimes when you create boundaries for yourself within life, there might be a rebellion on the other side. There might be people who don't get it who don't understand it. You might start showing up in a new way and people might either be so inspired by you and so excited for you, or they might be a little bit triggered and feel more distant. You don't know what happens on the other side. But what I can tell you is that every single time you dedicate yourself to your own evolution and you say, I'm willing to release this as I grow, you gain more respect. You will always gain more respect in the long run for yourself first knowing that you're living in accordance with the purpose that you were put on this earth to create and also then from others in the long run. And it doesn't matter if they ever tell you, it doesn't matter if they express it, you know deep in your heart that you're doing what's best for you and therefore it must be what's best for the collective as well. Because that's really what I believe is that as you rise, others will rise to meet you, but it's not yours to carry them to rise with you, that you get to release everything to allow it to evolve and transform in the way that it needs to be in order to grow. If I come back to the example with Nolan and I's relationship, it's like we needed that period of release to be able to grow and evolve and expand in the ways that 
we wouldn't have been able to do when we were in this comfortable love bubble together. We needed to learn who we were separately. We needed to go through the heartbreak. We needed to evolve our own businesses and our visions and our desire to serve the world. We had to evolve that separately in order to rise, to meet each other at this incredible new place that we weren't going to rise to meet each other when we were continually in that same partnership. So you get to release as you rise, right? If there are clients in your world, if there are ways of being within your life or within your business that you know are no longer fit to serve the level of business that you desire to have or the movement that you desire to create in this world, you get to release those as well. And you get to create space for what happens on the other side, which I guarantee is going to be far better than anything you could ever experience right now while you're gripping onto everything that's comfortable. I swear on the edge of your comfort zone is when the most magical, incredible things happen. The third step is to actually learn to love the unknown. And not just because I say so, because I say it's a good idea, but because you actually gather evidence of the miracles that have happened in your life when you are on the edge of the unknown. And I say this because I think the brain, especially for high achievers, the brain naturally associates the unknown with this is wrong or this is bad. And in reality, What we need to do in order to transcend this fear of transformation is to change the association from the unknown being wrong or bad to the unknown being the place where you absolutely thrive. The unknown being the place where the most miraculous things happen. The unknown being the place where everything starts to accelerate and come true within your own life. And so think back to some of the best things that have ever happened to you, whether it was a person coming into your life, whether it was a new accomplishment, an opportunity that came out of left field, whatever it might be. And could you have ever, ever predicted it? Most likely, no. And so some of the best things happen in the unknown. And so every single day, I like to tell myself, what if today God, universe, source, life was going to give you the most incredible gift, but you had absolutely no idea when it was going to happen, who was going to deliver it, how it was going to happen. You just knew that it was going to happen today. Then how would you show up? How would you act? What would you be like? How would you feel? That is a totally different vibe. And what if the minute that you release knowing the next step, the minute that you release all of your what ifs and that cute little vision that you think is going to happen perfectly to a T, that was when the most incredible gifts actually dropped in. And so the next time that you're in the unknown, notice when your mind turns on. Like the minute that you're in the unknown, your mind goes straight to what if this happens or what if that happens or this happened last time. So maybe it'll happen again like this, or it needs to happen perfectly like this. Whatever your mind goes to specifically, notice your mind turn on and take a second and become aware of that mind happening and become aware of those thoughts happening and breathe and actually let yourself be in it instead of letting yourself go with this whole train of thoughts and just kind of go down the entire rabbit hole what would happen if you put your hand on your heart and one hand on your belly and you let yourself actually breathe into it knowing that that part of your brain is just the part of your brain that's the survival brain it's not doing anything wrong or bad you can actually love that part of yourself for trying to keep you safe and also is it actually necessary And what if you could suspend yourself in the unknown, whether it is through your breath, whether it is through going out and having fun within your life and stopping the overthinking that might happen when you're just sitting or trying to figure it out? What if you could just suspend yourself in the unknown? Just stop the thoughts 
And I know sometimes that's easier said than done to do what you need to do in order to get to that place. I notice that sometimes being human is the best thing that I can do. If my mind wants to be overactive, I go out and be human. I go get ice cream. I go jump on the trampoline. I go for a walk in nature. Whatever it is to be human to get me back into life and to remember that as I'm on the edge of the unknown, that's when the most incredible things happen. And that I get to transform. And that I am the creator of my own life. And just let yourself be in the unknown. And so if you think back to that example with the dark room, what happens when you refrain from turning on the lights right away is that your eyes eventually adjust. And eventually you're able to see in the dark and it's wild. Have you ever woken up in the middle of the night and you're like, gosh, I swear, I swear when I turned off the lights, it was actually dark in here. And then you wake up in the middle of the night and you're up for a little bit and it starts to get lighter and brighter in the room. You're like, what? I can see in the dark now? What happened? Right? Same is true when you're in the unknown. You get to transform. You get to evolve within your own life. And so just notice whatever this has brought up within you today. Notice if this is maybe a new awareness that you've had. And let yourself, A, be gentle with yourself. And B, let the awareness be the shift. As you go into your life, start looking at how can I evolve and transcend past the sphere of transformation and actually put both feet in on what it is that I desire. And the moment that you recognize there might be a veil between where you are and where you want to go, that is the moment that everything gets to shift. And it's only shifts through you shifting and being willing to take action in a new way. So I love you all. I hope that this has been such a wonderful podcast for you. I hope that there's something that has resonated deeply with your heart and I can't wait to share with you more. And if there is something that has dropped in for you, as always, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I would love to hear it and take a screenshot of this podcast, share it to your story. Feel free to tag me in it so I can reshare you and see it and really get this message out to more people who desire to completely transform within their own lives. I love you all. Until next time. 